Hello again. How are you doing? This is Chris. This is episode 175 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for joining me. And uh, thanks for getting me over 15,000 downloads. I appreciate it. Um, You know, it's not very many. (laughs) Over two years, and I've only had 15,000 downloads. You know, I think that, and honestly, it's, uh, I mean, we need to, I don't know, we, we need to get more, I need to get more listeners, and I need to get more people, uh, more people of consequence, maybe more, more actual candidates listening. I, I, that's, this is why I am doing this podcast, because I'm trying to help Republicans, Republican candidates specifically, to make better, first of all, to be better candidates, and also to make better arguments. Because, look, the Democrats are communists, I say it all the time, and and I, I feel like we're losing. I really do. We are losing, and we're going to continue to lose until, unless, and until we can make better arguments and really convince people to 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 not vote for communists. And look, one of the big things, one of the big points I think that I've I've made before and I've touched on it, and I don't know if I've really focused on it, but I want to talk about corporatism and how America is has become a corporatist state, a corporatist government, a corporatist nation, where you know we are a country where the government serves basically it exists not only to serve itself, which I've I've talked about a million times, you know, it exists to serve itself, to protect itself from accountability, to expand itself, to expand its powers and increase its budgets and to crush its enemies. It's a it's a government that is that has become parasitic. But I think a big a big point that also needs to be made is that it it exists to enrich big corporations. You know, it's it's and at the expense of the American people. And as we've seen over the last hundred years, two hundred years, whatever, we've seen the rise of the big corporation. And um and we can talk about all all levels, right? I mean, and I, I've mentioned it a million times about how um you know, during COVID, what did the government do? What did governments do, mainly Democrat governments? What did they do? They shut down all those small businesses, but let all the big businesses get bigger, you know, stay open and get bigger, basically. And, you know, what did, what did during COVID, what did Joe Biden and all the Democrats do? They, they basically pushed big pharma's vaccines on all of us even though many of us, according to science, you know, basically, if you had gotten COVID during 2020, you got COVID and you recovered from COVID, according to science, long-standing principles, the long-standing principle of natural immunity, you had natural immunity. You didn't need to get vaccinated because the whole point of a vaccine is to trick your body into thinking it's got it's got the disease so that it stimulates an a, a immune system response, right? Well, why do you need to trick your body into stimulating an immune system 
response when you actually had the the actual disease, right? You actually had, you were exposed to the real virus, so you had an immune system response. So there's no need to trick your body to take a vaccine and trick your body into thinking it's being attacked by the virus to induce an immune system response, right? It, it doesn't make any sense. It is not based on science. So everybody who got COVID and recovered from COVID did not need to get vaccinated. According to science, that's following the science. But everybody in the government and Joe Biden and all the Democrats, what did they do? They, they forced everybody. They basically forced you and threatened you and coerced you and, and propagandized you and asked you and begged you and everything else to get the vaccine. And why? Clearly, they were not following science. Clearly, they were doing it to enrich big pharma. With tax, and a lot of it was done with taxpayer money, right? They took tax, they took your money, and gave it to big pharma. Bought a whole bunch of vaccines that, and then forced you to to take the vaccines that you didn't really need to take. A lot of people, a lot of people, didn't need to get the vaccines. So, and now of course, a lot of those vaccines are are gone. They don't, they don't even have them anymore, right? The, the 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 Johnson and Johnson, the Moderna ones, they don't even use those anymore. They're, now it's just Pfizer. <clears throat> so, so clearly it was all designed to make big pharma rich, to give them money, to transfer wealth to a big corporation from the American people to big corporations, because those big corporations they they pay the they they contribute to campaign. Um, they make campaign contributions to the politicians. They they pay all the advertising revenue on CNN and MSNBC, all these news channels. That's where they get a lot, and not, not just news channels, but but media channels in general. But of course, the the news channels are owned by bigger cor- bigger media companies. So you know, these media companies, NBC, CBS, ABC, all these companies, they make a ton of money from pharmaceutical ad revenue, right? So so they make more money. So the big media companies make more money. The pharmaceutical companies make more money. But, it, you know, where does the money come from? It comes from you. It comes from the average American. So, you know, and we've seen this. I mean, look at... Uh, like I talk about car companies all the time. You know, a hundred years ago, we had all these different car companies. We had Pontiac and Oldsmobile and Packard and Studebaker and Pierce Arrow. We had all these different car companies. Now we basically have three. We have GM, Ford, and Tesla in America. Three American car companies. Basically, that's that's all we have. Now we, you know, there are some other small ones like Rivian and. And uh, there's another one that makes that those really, really expensive, uh, um, uh, I forget the name of it. It's like starts with a B, I think, but they make these really expensive electric SUVs. But yeah, the, there, there are basically three large 
American car companies now, and all the other small companies are gone. They've been gobbled up or, or just run out of business. And it's because government intervention and regulation has made everything more expensive. So as, you know, and so this is the, you know, this is what happens when government gets bigger and more involved in the regulation of our economy. It makes everything more expensive. You know, you can't buy a an inexpensive, simple car anymore because the government has made it illegal. You know, the, gov- the government, went through all the safety features that are required by government, uh, all of the uh, the well, the fuel efficiency requirements, you know, the the testing requirements. You have to give them a car. Uh, you know, how, I don't know how many cars, multiple cars. So they can crash them and, and set them on fire and destroy them and and uh, you know figure out how they uh, how they respond in accidents and all that kind of stuff to determine their safety. So you know you have all this expensive regulations and and that goes for like I've talked to people I used to be sort of in the boating industry and I would talk to boat manufacturers and they would tell me the same thing about how if they want to make if they want to make multiple boat like they you can make a, a custom boat and sell it to someone but if you want to make multiple boats on any scale then you have to you have to make a couple boats and just give them to the coast guard and the coast guard destroys them and tries to sink them and rates them and for safety and everything costs so it might cost you you know if it costs you a couple hundred thousand dollars to to build one of these boats well that's just loss that's just pure loss you have to spend that money and that time and all that energy build the boat and then give it to the coast guard and they destroy it (laughs) you know so uh and of course it's in the name of safety consumer safety well yeah but it it increases the costs of everything we do and so i think that you know we just had joe biden on the on the picket line with the U- United Auto Workers. But every single thing that Joe Biden does, has done for the last 50 years in Washington, has made cars more expensive, has made everything in America more expensive. And so when you make cars more expensive, what do you do? You reduce the demand for cars. And when you make everything in America more expensive, you you make you you force workers workers now need to make more money because the cost of living is so expensive in America when when workers in America have to make more money it makes them it puts them at a competitive disadvantage to workers in other countries like China or India or Thailand or Mexico or Korea that have lower costs of living so so you put so you hurt american workers so everything joe biden and the democrats and and it's both look it's both parties we they're, they're, they these are corporatist parties and everything they do in washington makes everything more expensive and hurts american workers by by driving up the by driving down the demand for american products because they they cost so much which basically drives manufacturers to 
to pull manufacturing out of America and go get the men get things made in places where the labor is cheaper and and it it in, increases the the uh it it hurts demand for for the products it it forces american workers to raise their prices raise their wages and are asked for more wages and when you of course when you make wages when you make the the price of labor more expensive you reduce the demand for labor so you don't just reduce the demand for the product you reduce by raising you know it wages are just prices so and then of course now joe biden is i'm the hero of the working man no he is not the hero of the working man washington is not the friend of the working man washington is the friend of big business big corporations but see, and it's the, the enemy of, of small corporations, small businesses, small competitors, you know, and, and it's, I mean, I, I just, I wish somebody in the Republican Party would talk about this. And if, if Donald Trump would talk about this, he would win so many of these workers, you know, if, if, if people really understood this stuff. That this is what big government does. It it enriches itself. It creates a justification for its own existence. All these regulatory bureaucrats that we don't need. We don't need them. All they do is raise the price of everything. And and all when you raise the price of everything, you you raise the price of of labor and the price of American products. And that drives manufacturing out of late, out of America, but also it, it's everywhere in in uh, in America. Look at the banking system. You know, the big banks get bigger and bigger and bigger. In 1990, we had about 15,000 banks in America. Now we've got about 5,000. So we so we've lost about 10,000 banks in the last 30 years. And the bigger the big banks have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and gobbled up all the small banks because of the regulations all of this all of the banking regulations makes it so expensive to and and you've got the just flat out bailouts of the big banks i mean earlier this year with silicon valley bank you had janet yellen testifying in front of congress talking about how yes the systemically important financial institutions sifis they will get bailed out because well because they're important but the small banks won't get bailed out so what happened so what we've seen for the last almost year now we've seen a a outflow of deposits leaving the small banks and going into the big banks because depositors who have a lot of money they want their money, they want to be in a bank that's going to get bailed out if it goes under. So they don't want to be in a small bank that's not going to get bailed out, right? You'd be a fool to keep your money in a small bank that is going to go under and you won't get bailed out. You know, so uh, and of course we have the the uh, FDIC insurance, but that's supposed to be limited to $250,000 per per depositor, but if you're in a big bank, you get Oh, you know, you'll 100%. If you've got, oh, you got 5 million? Yeah, you'll get bailed out. But if you're in a small bank, yeah, it's limited to 250,000. So, 
you know, so I mean, we are a comp a country now that I mean, you just all you have to do is pay attention, and you can see that all of these people in Washington they all exist now to enrich big corporations. You know, the big bank. Look at doctors. You know, all the regulations that um, that make it more expensive to be a doctor. You know, we have doctors now. Now, more than half of ever of all doctors in America work for a big firm, either a big uh, hospital system like we have here in, in Virginia. We have Innova and Centara, these two big hospital systems. And it's harder and harder and harder for us for a single doctor to be his own small businessman or a small businesswoman. You know, it, it used to be that most doctors were just small business people. But now most do- over half of all doctors work for one of these big either big hospital systems or they've they've joined a big medical practice that has multiple doctors because you need you can't a, a, one small doctor one small independent business person just cannot afford to comply with all the regulations so we've killed we're killing the small independent doctor and turning our medical our entire medical field into a big giant corporate a, a corporate monster you know, so I, I, but, you know, the Democrats used to be the party of the little guy. They used to be the party. You know, I remember, I remember reading, you know, I, I remember listening to leftists and Democrats and guys like, you know, Noam Chomsky and Howard Zinn and how the Democrats used to always believe, oh yeah, we're the little guy, party of the little guy. Oh, we hate those big corporations. But now the Democrats are the party they are the corporatist party now the republican establishment is right there with them but really the maga people this is one of the big issues that that i think maga needs to focus on corporatism and because this is it's an absolute winner winner of an argument nobody in their right mind would disagree with anything I am saying, and, but the problem is nobody says it. I don't hear. I don't really hear this argument as a focus of, of anybody's any particular candidate. You know, particularly Trump. You know, and I mean he nibbles around the edges of this stuff, but he doesn't really articulate it. And this is my criticism of Trump from the beginning. He's inarticulate. But what he needs to do is articulate this argument, this exact argument. Listen, somebody, please give this, send this podcast to Donald Trump so he can listen to it. And every Republican politician, or at least the MAGA ones, because you know the the, the Republican establishment politicians will, will try to get me canceled or, or erased from the internet or something for saying any of this stuff because. They are in the, you know, they like the big corporations because the big corporations fund their campaigns or maybe they work for a big corporation. You know, they, they're they hoping to get a good cushy gig at a big corporation uh, at some point. You know, Mitt Romney's a big corporate guy. So, you know, these, these, and, and I think that some 
a lot of Republicans, a lot of the, the, the scumbag establishment Republicans, they think that, no, this is good. Yeah, we need big corporate, big corporations are more powerful and, and better and, and uh, um, small businesses are run by, you know, dumb you know, hillbillies and they don't know what they're doing. And, I mean, there really is that kind of an elitist attitude among a lot of Republicans, so that the Republicans at the top anyway. But, but I, I think that this is this is such a huge issue, and it's such a huge winning issue that we really need to we need a candidate, we need candidates out there who will talk about this. America is has become a corporatist country where the we are not the country of the little guy anymore. We're a country where the government exists to keep the little guy down. You know, I've talked about this before with regulations and how the regulations erect barriers to entry for smaller competitors and give a competitive advantage to big corporations. That's exactly what they do. What they do. And this is an argument that, you now a lot of, a lot of Democrat voters are going to Say, oh, but we got to have regulations, you know, and, and of course, nobody's saying we need no regulations. But I, what I'm saying is that when you have too many regulations, they do more harm than good. And that and they, they em, empower the big corporations and uh, disenfranchise the small competitors, the small businesses, and they make everything more expensive. They make life in America more expensive. Uh, they de- de- depress uh, depress the demand for labor. They depress the demand for American products, manufacturing, driving manufacturing out of the country. Uh, they're ba- it's bad. Big government is bad for for the working man, for the working class. And but of course, the the Democrats are not the party of the working class anymore. They're the party of the of the the government. They're the party of the, the parasitic class. Um, they really are. And they're the party of the big corporations. They really are. So, all right, that's it. That is, uh, I'm just going to stop there. That This is episode 175. So please share this and, you know, spread this as much as you can. You know, we, we are, this is a movement that is, yeah, I mean, it's important. This is an important episode. This is an important movement. We've got to save this country from, you know, otherwise we're going to, to, to we're, we're descending into this dystopian, uh, totalitarian nightmare of big corporations, big government controlling everything we do. And this is all part of it, right? I mean, freedom decentralizing our economy away from these big corporations with big monopolies, you know, big banks and big, big uh, stores and, and big hospital systems, big health insurance companies, uh, all of this stuff, the big car companies, you know, we, we need it, America to, to go back to being a robust, competitive, vibrant economy uh, instead of this stagnant corporatocracy that it has become so all right that's it 
Uh, thanks for listening, and I will see you on the. All right, bye bye.